Not trying to be funny, but can it see black kids? This is a recurring issue. And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up, you tuning in to Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I'm about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 127. Not sure if there's going to be a 128, but thank you for joining. We have a great episode for you guys today. Today, we're picking up where we left off last week. We are still covering a truly groundbreaking topic as we talk about the future of scoring powered by artificial intelligence. Our guest for this episode is none other than Allison Ditko, Director of Scoring and Education with Infinity an industry expert and one of the driving forces behind the introduction of Kara, an AI system designed to transform how cheerleading events are now judged. And may I say, this is an awesome, intriguing conversation between Allison and me as we unravel the fascinating world of Kara and its potential to impact the cheerleading industry. Actually, Allison's going to kill me because I said it. And she refers to Kara as a she. So from discussing her role in eliminating bias to exploring the intricacies of AI-driven scoring, this episode dives deep into the heart of this revolutionary technology. Allison shares her thoughts on the importance of shifting the narrative surrounding judges and the need to embrace technology and the mission to create a more transparent and accountable judging process. Not to mention Allison and I laugh the entire time so you'll also enjoy some lighthearted moments including Mario Kart. So if you're curious about the future of scoring and miss surrounding judges or simply just want to be entertained by some cheerleading banter, this episode is for you. But before we get into that, if you are new, welcome to the show where we are bringing cheer education and entertainment for both coaches and parents alike. And when we can, bridging the gap between parents and coaches. New episodes every Tuesday on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on Google Podcasts. Quick shout out to Claire who helps us stay on top of things on IG. Shout out to Jenny who edits the pod. Shout out to my mother. I love you, mom. Shout out to Sheila, Sarah, Robin, Chanel. Tamara, Heather Peterson of Flipside, Pablo, representing for all the cheer dads out there, our mate Michelle, Mike, the lean, mean, coaching machine, Heidi, Adam, Jasmine, Casey, Melissa from the Sweet Miss Bake Shop, check her out on IG, Lauren Clark, the juice, and our newest supporter but longtime friend, Bode, say hi to me, it's my birthday, Beal, and thanks to everyone who supports the podcast. Truly appreciate you guys. And if you want to help support the show financially, there is a link in the show notes to do so. But if you're looking for the best free way to support the show, guys, we have a new, and I repeat this again, a new survey that I would love for you to participate in. We did one about 18 months ago. This survey is completely different and it would mean the world to me if you would go ahead and fill that out. There's only a couple questions on there and it will help make this show 
better. Link in the show notes, link in the description. I'm the cheer director at American Cheer, AKSC.com, sharing with you my life, running a program, managing a staff, coaching the athletes, and working with the parents. And on the other side of the microphone is a name you should all automatically think of when you think of scoring in this industry. And she is trailblazing again. Please, without further ado, welcome Allison Ditko. Allison, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, this is this is great. Ask and you shall receive. So we had the the other day, you know, last episode that aired, we requested you guys to come on the podcast because we need to hear about Kara and everything. And so you guys are so gracious and you've been, you know, personally gracious to come on and, you know, we you know what we've seen people imagine online. And so you're gonna give us the piping hot tea, everything Kara, and we'll learn a little bit about you as well. So again, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Clear up some of the uh, assumptions I'm going to say, not rumors, just assumptions about Kara. There we go. So, all right. So before we hop into Kara, let's just start with, you know, who you are. And so just tell me about how you got into the industry. I was a school coach. I was a collegiate coach. I was an all-star coach. I owned a gym for a short amount of time. And then I moved into what I found my passion to be, which is scoring and then later education. So I jumped into the judging world and I fell in love. I fell in love with um, being able to communicate my strengths with athletes and coaches and gym owners. And, um, And then I moved into the education side. So I have worked, I worked for Varsity All-Star for about 15 years, handled a lot with them. And then uh, the pandemic hit and I moved into some disruptors in the industry. So I worked for CheerMatch for two seasons, which was a bit of a disruptor because that technology was designed and built before the pandemic, right? So that company had it on lock with what the what the system was and what the expectation was to film and, and to compete. And then I was offered this kind of wonderful opportunity to come over to Infinity and be their uh, director for scoring and education for Champions League and ACC. And the reason I went there is because Infinity and Tate and Grace invest in people. And I love that. I love when you put people first. And when you are kind and considerate about people's strengths, and then you support them through, you know, weaknesses or areas that they need to grow. So I um, have, again, found my passion in, in judging and scoring. I've had the incredible opportunity to sit on all of the elite panels in this industry. I'm trying to think of maybe one that I haven't, but I, I've had the, the opportunity to sit on all of the elite panels. And I, I give myself, this is going to sound- Real quick, have you ever judged the jams Bakersfield battle before? Uh, I I think that might be a loaded question. I have not. (laughs) (laughs) Bakersfield number one. It's not even Bakersfield number one competition. (laughs) Is it a loaded? GSSA comes through. No. (laughs) I'm like, it's just, it's our local one day. Did we need Kara there? (laughs) Yeah, we. (laughs) <laughs> That's where it debuted, actually, right? <laughs> yeah, Jim, the Bakel Battle is a local, you know, it's it's here in Bakersfield. It's just us, right? Like, Jams comes through just to do another American Cheer Showcase. They're like, here's, the sh- here's your second <laughs> showcase. So it's just us. Our parents, you know, give me crap about it every year that we go. They're like, why are we still going to Bakel Battle? Because we got to get on the, the, the real stage before we go to American Grand, guys. Yeah. So I, I've been at American but, Grand know, many and many a times, though. But now that I know that that's an elite event, I'm going to have to get on that event. I'll have to come to your the Jams Bakel Battle, baby. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, I haven't done that one, but I, I have had the, the honor and Favorite privilege of the um, to, to judge the rest of them. And I I was proud of myself because I when I set forth in this journey in judging in early 2000, I said to myself, what are my goals? And I, I remember people joke about this with me to this day. My first goal was to judge UCA All-Star Nationals. Like that was my goal. And then when I got there, my bigger goal was to judge at the Indiana Jones venue because it was outdoors and it was so fun. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I did that. And, and then I started to kind of check some things off my list, maybe my cheerleading bucket judging list. And it's been, it's been great. It's, it's a really been an incredible journey for me. And I, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of what I've done in this industry. So that's my, that's my background. I am also a mom of three incredible boys. So they're not athletes. They're not cheerleaders, but that is another full-time job in addition to my position with infinity. (laughs) (laughs) Heard heard that. (laughs) Like the three boys. Boys What I have learned, you know, I have a baby girl that boys are rambunctious. Like boys are wild. Like I always knew boys were wild, but you know, when we're around boys, you know, Joey's age, I'm like, dude, these boys are crazy. Like, you know, Joey's coloring and, you know, and Joey has her little moments of just like, I'm a kid, but I'm like, do boys are like next level, like break your neck. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't handle all this. I'm like, I'm like a little girl. They're, so, they're shout a tad out bit to, wild. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Three of them. So there we go. I didn't say this in the beginning, but I do need to say this now. It's awesome to finally like get to meet you. So this, this happens all the time. Like people will name drop you. Like when I first started hearing your name being name dropped, I'd be like, oh, she sounds very important. Like just the way, like the context in which they would like say your name. And I was like, dude, I do not know who she is. And like, I was like, but her name gets brought up a lot and I've never met her before. Like she's important. So I'm glad that this, this finally happened. I remember I told you before uh, we were talking about uh, Ryan Mag. I remember he's like, and Allison Gitko was a part of it. And I was like, all right. There's her name again. When we first met, I was like, I guess. There's his credibility. Gosh. So yeah, yeah. finally glad to, uh, you know, really get to meet you. But here we are. We're going to make it happen. Let's continue to get to know you a little bit. Before we like really hop into judging, tell me about just your coaching career, about owning the gym, the college, you know, hop into that for a little bit. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll totally put my my uh, graduation year out there because I'm a proud 43-year-old girl, even though I thought I was 42, and my husband quickly reminded me that I'm 43. So I graduated high school in uh, 98, and I stayed locally and went to school, and there was an opportunity to coach at my high school. And I, you know, I was like, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed learning from my, my high school coaches, and I said, let me give it a shot. So I coached the JV team. And, you know, it's so interesting when you look at it back then from the perspective of I was probably 19 years old, maybe 20 years old, and they were 17 and 16 years old. So you're, you're kind of close in age. And, mm-hmm. you know, you immediately learn back then to put up the, the boundaries and the barriers. And what I really... Ho- hopefully, hopefully you learned yeah, to put up the boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I did. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> and um, that I am smart enough for. And I quickly learned that my passion, again, it comes back to like the education component of things, just teaching somebody something. And uh, I quickly also learned that you need to teach 
everyone, not just children, ways to learn different things. Like not everybody is the same learner. Not everyone is going to learn visually or by me, you know, dictating something to them. So that is where um, I started on the scholastic side of things. And then I I quickly moved into All-Star and I owned a gym, like I mentioned, for a short amount of time. And and I really enjoyed that as well. But the reason, uh, the core reason why I left coaching and owning a gym is because of my children. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to sacrifice my nights. I didn't want to sacrifice not being there for my own kids. And I have an incredible husband. We've been together 25 years. And he, I often joke, and I will put this out publicly, that uh, he would he would 100% win the custody battle. Um, my children would 100% <laughs> go with him. <laughs> and so I, I had no doubt that my children would be raised to be incredible humans, which ultimately is our goal, right? And uh, But I just didn't want to miss out anymore. I didn't want to miss out on their evenings. And, you know, even though they don't color like Joey does, uh, they're rambunctious <laughs> flipping off of couches and stuff. So that's the reason I, I left. And then I was quickly given the opportunity to do, you know, some judging coordinating position, you know, hire a couple people that I know and bring them to our events. And I started with Spirit Cheer, which is an Orlando-based, which was an Orlando-based company back in the day before Mm -hmm. the mergers and acquisitions of everyone. And so I got to know that group of people really well and and hired a bunch of really knowledgeable people that still judge alongside of me. I don't ever say that they judge for me or, you know, like we judge together. Although I might not sit on panel at that moment. If someone needs to go to the bathroom, I'll, I'll sit on panel. Um, but that's my quick pivot was the reason I left that side of cheerleading mm-hmm. was because of my family. And I desperately wanted that. Yep. So yeah. Dude, absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Allison, I feel like we know you well enough. I was gonna ask you about how you got into infinity, but you already mentioned that the disruptors yeah. in the industry. So what I think we'll do is Yeah, I feel like that, right? Yeah. It's it's a great thing. It's a great thing when people are really supportive of you, and then it's a great thing when I can say, Tate, I have a, an idea or Sean, I have an idea. And they're like, let's hear it. Let's, let's see how we can implement it. Let's grow on it. Let's. So the game changers, the disruptors, mm-hmm. we say we're, we are leading with the ideology of we're rethinking cheerleading yep. and we need to rethink cheer. We, we need to, it's been, I don't want to say the same or stagnant, but you know, if, if we didn't rethink things in life, we would still be taking taxi cabs and we wouldn't be getting into yeah, exactly. right? So it's time that we do good for this industry. And I, and I, and I know, I don't think, I know that infinity is going to lead the way in that. There we go. Love it. All right. So on that, yeah. we're going to yeah. get to a break and we come back, we're talking all things Kara. Let's go. Coaches and owners, as choreography ends and comp season is around the corner, running your first full out is coming up soon. And if you're like most coaches, you just hit play and pray. But luckily for you, I have a preparing for full outs system, a step-by-step, week-by-week system that will get your team ready to start throwing full out routines. Join me September 23rd and set your team up for success heading into the comp season. Link in the show notes to sign up today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And we are back. So, Allison, we're going to hop into Kara. The other day, you know, I'm scrolling through social media and I see big announcement from Infinity. And we, I see the Kara promotion roll through. And I'm like, oh, it's pretty interesting. You know, definitely something we'll talk about on the podcast. Little did I know we'd actually have you here as a representative to actually like really talk about on the podcast. So we talked about it last episode. So, but, you know, it was only, you know, it's a minute clip or so. And so, you know, there's only so much information we can get from a minute clip and then obviously with just a minute lots of assumptions come so i'm glad to have you here to actually clear up yeah. some of these assumptions and you know fill in the gaps for us so talk to us first for those who maybe missed last episode or those who haven't seen the marketing for kara what exactly is kara yeah sure so kara is a computer assisted routine analysis she is new to the industry and what is what is kara gonna do um is kara is going to bring credibility to judging and scoring. Um, and so when I say that, that's where the assumptions come. You know, the assumptions of Allison's getting rid of the entire judging panel or Infinity is going to only rely on technology or, and that couldn't be further from the truth. And when people ask me, why Kara? Why does the industry need Kara? I have a habit of asking questions with questions. And my response typically is, I am sure that everyone in this industry can name many occurrences in which you were judged wrong, you were scored wrong, you lost, you lost a summit bid, you lost a finals bid, you lost a world championship, you won it, you lost an NCA jacket, uh, the major. I mean, I can go on and on and on. And you're nodding your head and you agree. And we often fall back on, we can't have a conversation, the event is over, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. We are involved in a very, very expensive of sport. And you guys, gym owners and coaches and athletes, they want answers. And I didn't realize that until recently, until I had a conversation with a friend of mine that said, you don't realize how many questions we get from our customers, how well our customers know the scoring system and how well, you know, they, they know that they should have won. And so Kara, there's a need for Kara and it is for accuracy and it's for accountability. And Everyone needs to be held to that standard, not just the athletes on the floor in that two minutes and 30 seconds. And that is what Kara is going to do for the industry, not disrupt it in, in, in a really, really positive way. All right. So now can you dive into how Kara like actually works and what it's actually going to be judging? Yeah, absolutely. So the easiest way to explain what Kara is going to do this season, Kara is going to work alongside of myself and my counterpart, who you know very well, Kyle Schmidt, and it is going to collect the data of what happens on the floor. So it's going to collect the routines that happen on the floor. And this season and this season only, we're looking for the skills that are performed. And that will help our judges continue to learn, check off their skills, 
So how many back handsprings happened? How many roundoff handspring double pulls happened? How many roundoff handspring tucks happened? We're going to focus on the skills that happened and then the anomalies or the standouts that did not happen. And then we will take that data and we will kind of look at it across the board. Areas in which our judges need continued training, areas in which our judges are standouts and need to be elevated because that's another slight problem in this industry is the, and I'm not, I'm not going to go on a side tangent. We can have a, another uh, conversation for that is, but where are we supporting our judges in training? When are we telling them that they're like rock stars and they're doing an incredible job and like what tools are we using to continue to train them? So that is what Kara is going to look at this season, the anomalies. What didn't you do and what did you do? And be able to hold everybody again, like the mm-hmm. accountability. So it sounds like, I just want to make sure I'm getting this right. I have a team of 20 kids and we'll just go level three. It's going to say this team did 15 standing three back handsprings and they did, you know, 17 round off tucks. Does that sound correct? You got it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, out of the 17 roundoff handspring tucks, if two of them, you know, didn't didn't perform a roundoff handspring tuck, Kara is mm-hmm. going to recognize that. And Kara will report that gotcha. back. And sometimes it's really easy to see on a floor, right? A team of 20, it's really easy. I myself am a tumbling judge. I often joke uh, that I don't know how I picked up this talent of being able to see things on the floor. And when I say that, it's then please judge the, you know, the large co-ed division. And I'm like, you really want me to count all of that? <laughs> so, it's as we get in, right? Yeah. Uh, and you want me to do that in two minutes? Oh, goodness. <laughs> so it is the larger teams, right? People might be thinking right now, well, I can see everything that happens on a floor. And I encourage you to watch, you know, uh, medium divisions. And I encourage you to watch the large divisions because their their ability to put together a routine and hide things that are not performed is stellar. And sometimes they get mm-hmm. away with it and other times they don't. And Kara is, I've said she's the most non-biased judge that's out there, right? Because the uniform doesn't matter. People often think that. I, I will debunk that all day long. For me, it, it doesn't matter. So the uniform doesn't matter. I, I love the term cheer liberty. Like, I, I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I'm a grown woman. You guys are all stunning athletes on the floor to me. I certainly have no idea who you are. You're certainly not getting points mm-hmm. from me for that. Uh, and I don't think any, I know, I don't think, I know my counterparts are not giving points for that. But there is that myth. Right. So Kara is going to be able to tell you, you know, 17 right off handspring tucks, 15 double back handspring or triple back handspring. And so when you talk about the education and the standouts and the anomalies for judges, what do you mean by that? Can you dive into that a little bit more? Now, before we get back to the show, I need you to listen up. We've heard from many of you who are eager to dive into the preparing for full outs training, but can't make the live call. Well, we've got great news for you. We've taken your feedback to heart and transformed it into an accessible on-demand online course. You can now access the Preparing for Full Out system at your own pace whenever it suits you. No need to worry about scheduling conflicts or missing out. This comprehensive course will walk you through every step week by week, just like the live training. So whether you're a coach or an owner, this is your opportunity to equip yourself, equip your staff, and equip your teams for success as the competition season approaches. Don't wait any longer. Enroll today to start your journey towards full-out perfection. Link in the show notes. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Yeah, sure. So Champions League events are are very different. Kyle and I have worked together for countless years. We often joke that we have no idea how long we work together because we've merged into the same person. But our panels are, we all work together. So if our judges miss something, or if our judges are not certain whether, you know, the skill actually happened, they come immediately to us. And we have created that that environment. And we all have worked together, like I mentioned previously, for so long that we all know one another. So nobody feels like they can't say something or they can't question something. And when you are sitting on a panel and you are running on a 4-3 split, let's just say. So you start at 8, the next team goes at, you know, 8.03 or 8.04, the next team goes at, you know, 8.07, eight, you know, like there is a non-stop. It, it does not stop. And they are working so hard. So sometimes they have questions on these on these medium teams. I didn't see all the backhand springs. Can you help me? And then we pull up a video. And sometimes these videos are very difficult to see, no matter the quality in which we're filming. And sometimes it's hard to get the videos right away. You know, you never really know what's going on with the connectivity in the venue that day. So they'll come to us and they'll ask us. And then we've got to be able to show them in that moment, oh, here was the backhand spring. Here was the backhand spring. Here was this. Where Kara is going to be able to identify it almost immediately. And so that will be a tool for them to recognize where um, they might have missed it, or they didn't miss it, or, you know, it was it was 100% accurate, or it was the back left corner that we thought did three, because there's so much that comes into judging difficulty in cheerleading. There really is so much more than people tend to think happens. They think they watch a routine, we script a couple of things, and, and then that's it, you get a score. And there's a lot more that goes into it. So learning, being able to grow from this um, at, you know, at the end of an event, being able to send somebody a, you know, a, a potential information, like you got, you got all of it, right? Like every, every level one team, every, every back walkover you caught, you didn't catch a, a cartwheel for a back walkover or, you know, whatever it is, but I'm all about growing in the education mm-hmm. component. So that will be a, a portion of Kara that we will, we will definitely ut- utilize. There we go. All right. And so real quick, I want to make sure that we're crystal clear. So Kara will not be giving a technique score. It won't be giving a difficulty score. It will just be identifying skills and then saying how many athletes perform those skills, correct? Correct. Yes. This season, yes. Now, can Kara grow? Did we go from driving vehicles and then allowing our vehicles to drive themselves and now allowing our vehicles to drive off, you know, (laughs) our entire destination? Absolutely. Hoping not driving off of a cliff, but, you know, um, like we grew. That's to me the disruptor. Like maybe one day, I mean, technology is incredible. Tate calls me, if not every day, every other day. And it was like, did you recognize that AI can do this? And I'm like, that's amazing. I mean, it is, it is incredible what technology can do, but the here and the now of how Kara is going to be used. No, she is not spitting out a score. 
And then you're like, wait, how do I know Kara did it right? No, my, my humans are still giving scores and they will continue because that's really important. You know, somebody asked me like, what are the limitations of Kara? Kara is a computer and cheerleading has emotion. Cheerleading has, you know, for me, I'm watching athletes that have worked really, really hard. If you would ask me my favorite level to judge, it's not the world's divisions. If you don't give me 600 back walkovers, it's usually level <laughs> one because like, I, you know, and you can give me 600, I'll take it. <laughs> it's level one because that emotion is present, that it's raw. It's so cool for kids, you know, to see kids gain skill. And so no, she's not giving scores this year. She is, um, we are utilizing her for accuracy of counting skills and uh, and to be held accountable yeah. for things. All right. So talk to me about its development and how we can count on its accuracy. Yeah, sure. So I am um, part of the side that is going to be training models continually. I am not one of the expert developers. I, I would love to be one of the developers, but that's not where my, my path led me. So there is a team that developed Kara. And I am part of the team that is is training and continually training models. So what that looks like is it learns what a back handspring is, and it learns what a roundoff back handspring is. And it does it through like skeletal annotations, which it learns the algorithms to capture body movement. And it's so, it's so unique. And when I mentioned way earlier about the way that kids learn, I encourage you guys to look up, you know, what it, what it looks like for technology to, to show you what happens. There's a clip that, that we continue to watch and it's a boxing video. And Jason, I'll share it with you because it's really neat. It is, shows you, now I'm not an expert in boxing, so please don't, don't hate on me, but it's, shows how many times the glove actually hits the poor guy in the face, right? Like, and he asked for it. So it shows how many connections and the things that happen. And that is that is how the development of Kara will happen. And how you will see what happens is the training that has gone into training the the um, technology. There we go. Dude, all good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like you've answered all of my questions. It sounds like Kara will be there not giving a score. It sounds like Kara is going to, and just let the record state that this is exactly what I said Kara would do. <laughs> Everyone freaked out. And I was like, I, you I know, feel like it's just going to count numbers, <laughs> let you know what skills they did and how many kids did it. I don't know. That's just what it seemed like to me. So I do like to sit, I would, I would yeah. like to take this time to say that I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I did. When you, when you and I chatted prior to this and you said, this is what I think. And I was like, do I tell him now that he's right or will do, do I let him figure it out as we're having this conversation that you are spot, spot on, on, which means I need you a need raise. a raise because you are. Let's go. <laughs> it is the truth. I promise. I mean, it, it's, it's funny. My friends in the industry that, that know me and know me really well, they know that I'm not the girl that just goes like flying out with something new. I am the girl that is like, I'm cautious because at the end of the day, these mm -hmm. are athletes. Most of them, 95% of them are children, which means under the age of 18. And this is their hard work out there. And I am so passionate about accuracy. Yep. And I am so passionate about conversations 
with customers, you're going to see that you're going to see it, Jason, when American comes to Vegas uh, for Champions League, you're going to see like you, I don't have a door, I have pipe and drape, but you can knock on my <laughs> pipe and drape and you can say, hey, Al, I have a question. And we're there. We are present because we're accountable for what we do and what we score. And because I learned from you and mm-hmm. you learn from me. And that's how our industry is ever growing. And so this is going to be the tool that is going to, you know, bring positivity yeah. to the industry. It's going to bring the judges got it wrong and you know like Kara proved it and we showed it and now your score if your score went out wrong it's going to come back and it's going to be fixed because we were held accountable and i think there's that misconception of or that unfortunate moment of it's over and yeah. it doesn't really work that way. They're children who have worked really hard. Um, real quick, if we can rewind just a little bit, about 10 years yeah. ago. <laughs> did I judge Bakersfield? Yeah. No, I did not judge Bakersfield. <laughs> we were at NCA and the we got called for a touchdown in our routine that we didn't have. And so we could go review that because that cost us an NCA title. We ended up getting, oh, actually, we ended up, it dropped us a third that year. So I still can't sleep at night. <laughs> Because of that deduction that was called. So if we could retroactively go back, I would appreciate that. Do you know, you know, I have not judged the world championships in a couple of years now. I had such a great time a couple of years ago going with Kyle and we were spectators and we loved it. And I walked away, you know, at times and I was like, you know, even just going in from semis into finals, because I'm not, I'm not the type of girl that just, just like, oh, you were robbed. You were this, you were that. Mm -hmm. No, because I didn't script it. I I didn't watch it from your, you know, from a judging perspective. Everybody has a different vantage point. We can see different things and scripting is the key to everything, right? Mm -hmm. You know? So, but there are times when we walk away from a competition and we're like, it was wrong. Mm -hmm. It it wasn't right. And we have to be accountable. And if we can't be accountable in that moment, I am fine with it. I am fine, you know, with, with saying we can't do this right now, but how are we going to educate judges? And how are we going to say, Allison Ditko, you got it wrong at the world championship. And Mm -hmm. that either means you can't come back because you didn't do the job in which we thought you could do, or here are the tools to make you better and a better judge. And here is what American did to fool you. And American fooling you, you know, costs another Mm -hmm. team of first place. Or just like with you, you know, a lot of the times deductions can be reviewed, but other times they're reviewed without even you having a conversation. Mm -hmm. So when we can bring in some type of technology, you know, and it's not just a, a grainy video, then again, I go back to the terms of, you know, accuracy and accountability. And yep. maybe that should have been the A and the A in Kara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to Tate about that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Good stuff. All right. So here's what yeah. we're going to do. We're going to get to a break. And then when we come back, it's going to get real. So I hope you're ready, Allison. And I hope you're ready, Kara, because it's about the, it's going to get real. We're going to dive into the comments of TikTok, people. <laughs> Coaches, if we're coaching all year long, shouldn't we be learning all year long as well? Training shouldn't just happen in the summer. Coming up January 5th through the 7th of 2024, NextGen is hosting a two-day skills, business, and leadership conference in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. Featuring keynote speaker Jeff Benson, friend of the show, Callie Ray Seitzer, my old teammate, and Sean Guzman, another friend of the show, and get that mid-year tune-up we all need to finish the season strong. Learn more and get registered at ngconferences.com. Link in the show notes. 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. And we are back. And so, Allison, we do a segment on the show called What's Poppin' with the Parents? And so during this segment... (laughs) It's true. It's exactly what it sounds like. You know, we <laughs> we get comments from parents that we scour the internet and we find comments that, you know, parents just leave places and then we address them head on. And so that's what we do at the Let's Talk to Your Podcast. And so we're going to hop into our segment, What's Poppin' with the Parents and see what the parents are saying about Kara and like give you the opportunity to address these things head on. Are you ready? Are you up for the challenge? I'm up for it. I just thought What's Poppin' with parents was going to talk about like common core math because I have some questions about common core math. If <laughs> any of the parents out there want to reach out to me and help me with understand what you. that's like. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm a little scared. I, I'm a little scared for be. math you coming sh- up. You should be. Yeah. You should be because there's going to become a point in which you're like, no, the app is called photo math. Write it down now. <laughs> you can scan the question and it will compute it and hmm. give it right back at you. Look at that technology. Isn't it amazing? Hmm. <laughs> Look at that. Let's go. All right, parents, let's go. Let's go. And real quick, everyone, all our listeners out there, be sure you got to shoot your shot. Make sure you guys shoot your shot when the time comes. We're also looking for new sponsors for the episode. So if you know anyone who would love to have their company, I don't know, I'm thinking like a someone's getting into the cheer industry, like they do competitions, they do apparel, they do shoes, you know, who wants to sponsor a segment, you know, what like it would be something like the Infinity What's Popping with the Parents segment. I'm that like, sounds I, great. I Let's think do it. I know someone. I think I can. I think I can connect you with someone. In fact, I I will connect you with someone. There we go. Get all your shoes from Infinity and Ding. everything else. There we go. Ding and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> we we had so much fun at the Las Vegas. <laughs> No, let's just keep on. Instead of what's popping yeah. with Paris, it's like let's just plug with Allison and Jason. Yeah, <laughs> and backpacks and shoes and apparel yeah. and uniforms and events. <laughs> oh, I I, I do want to say this. I'm going to sound like an idiot, but I do like. And this is not this is not a paid sponsorship yet. But I do really like the new Infinity shoes. The kids were wearing them yesterday. A couple of kids were wearing them yesterday at practice. And I hadn't seen that style before. I have no idea what the name of them is, but I hadn't seen them. So I'm assuming they're the newest shoe out right now and they looked really good i was that was actually really i really liked them so anyway not paid but i did like them all right here we go okay. so this is from maub maub mall three and she says nope computers should not replace humans period and then an actual period so allison what do you say to that we're not replacing humans i like my humans on panel way too much we're not replacing humans at all. They're not going anywhere. They're staying. When you look up, look up on panel, the only time they will not be there is when Champions League and ACC feeds them lunch and dinner. That's the only time you won't see them. 
Care is not replacing humans. There we go. Heard it from the horse's mouth. All right. This is from Coach Liz. This is a more serious question right here, actually. Not trying to be funny, but can it see black kids? This is a recurring issue for AI. All right. This is actually really, it's probably actually the most serious question, criticism I've heard. So can you speak to that? Yeah, absolutely. It's, It's a great question. And there is, you know, a lot that has been written about concerns with diversity of skin tones. And one of the ways that we, are developing the technology is through the skeletal annotation. It's important to know that the alg- how the algorithms will work and that they capture the body movement. And again, if Kara says 16 and my judges say 16, but you come knocking on my pipe and drape and you say it's 17, we're going to talk. And if it's 17, then it's 17 and you showed it to me. And that's what I always say to people. Now that's, I can only speak for myself and Kara will this season be used at Champions League and ACC events. And so that's what I can promise to people is that your concern of it's taking away people or it's not going to recognize something, which is a valid concern. We always have fear of technology. I joked about, I think I joked with you about this when they said that they were going to take away the the button on the iPhone and we all freaked out that we weren't going to be able to use it. And now I tried to use my son's iPad the other day with a button and I was like, what is this button? (laughs) So I think it's important to understand that there is and will always be the human element of you guys both said 16, but it's 17. You missed the tiny little girl in the back. And so it is through how the system learns and a lot of that is through that skeletal annotation. There we go. Perfect. All right. So you just kind of brought these two different things up. So we'll go in that direction as well. Gunslinger Girl says, I love this because Summit wouldn't be a bunch of favoritism. So you already mentioned the events it will be at. You can say events it won't be at or, you know, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So so ultimately, you know, we would love this to be everywhere. Right. And I, and I think what's going to happen is that our customers are going to come to our events and then they're going to say, this is legit. This is where it's at. And they're going to request it at other events. And um, that's how we as a community of um, event producers work together. And so in the future, ultimately, that's the goal is for Kara to be everywhere. But favoritism, we talked about it earlier. It, it, it is a concern that people have in this industry. And is it accurate? I can only speak for myself. And I can tell you that even when they, they stand in front of judges panels and scream and yell and hold up pom-poms and signs, it doesn't sway what I do. But I can only speak for myself. And so, yeah, it'll block out some of that favoritism if that's the concern, because she does not know who you are. She only knows what she has learned and think that'll, you know, focus on some of people's concerns. Real quick, have you guys made like an avatar for Kara? Like, does she have a face? Because I'm always like calling Karen it and I feel bad. You know when you call like babies, babies an it? Like we're in the, yeah. the, like it's an it. And you're like, she. And I'm like, man, Kara's personified for Allison. Yeah. She's still a yeah. it for me. <laughs> That's great. It's like when, when you have a dog. My dog's name is Ray and it's a girl after a Star Wars character. And um, people always are like, oh, he's so cute. And I'm like, her name's Ray. <laughs> Kara, she. <laughs> She's she, going to hold everybody she. accountable. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> no avatar yet. But when I develop the avatar, I will be sure to send it to you for approval. There we go. Love it. <laughs> 
All right, here we go. This is from, what is this? Shiny? Shiny Kenzie 22. What if it indicates, or you just kind of went over this. Uh, what if it indicates something was wrong when it was really part of the routine though? That's a great question. Um, so I'm assuming that means that the three quarter front flip, right, to your butt. And, you know, however Kara would identify that, right? You know, at, at the given moment, we're just going to go with Kara identified it one way and the coach was like, this is how it was supposed to be done. That's another conversation. And that's why, totally shameless plug here, that's why Champions League events, you have those conversations, right? Because when you can't have those conversations, that's when people start to feel like bias is brought in and it was wrong when it was supposed to be this way. And if you look back at my six events, I've always done this skill. Uh, so again, it's... It's, it's conversation that would be had and the continued development and training of the models of Kara. Kara is not, Tate and I had this conversation the other day, she's like a toddler, right? And she's going to grow and she's going to learn just like our industry grows and learns. And how many times have we sat back on systems and where you can truly show your creativity and you're maybe not so boxed into a particular scoring system. And you're like, I have never seen that basket toss before, or I've never seen that skill before, or what in the world did somebody just create that was incredible? Well, Kara has to learn that, right? So mm -hmm. that's important to know that Kara is ever evolving. She's the ever evolving kind of chick. <laughs> There we go. Love it. Okay, here we go. Where this is from Normal Cats Ago. I love how you read the names. Normal for Cats Ago? Okay. Cats. I Yeah, I, I don't get it, but whatever. Teach their own. Guys, this is just a real practical tip. I've said this on the pod before. I'm going to say it again. Guys, just make your, your Instagram handles. Make it simple. Jason C. Larkins on TikTok. Jason Larkins on Instagram. Like, just keep it simple, right? Like, no one wants to, like, you got to tell this to people, you know? Like, oh, my name is Normal for Cats Ago. Like, what are you talking about right now? So, <laughs> well, my generation was the first generation of AOL email accounts. So it was like XO, XO, yeah. cutie. Um, and you were hot, hot Florida brunette. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I do appreciate that, though. My maiden name is Gallacher. So I was always Allison Gallacher or I was just Allison Ditko. I, I was maybe a little bit too modest to be cutie, baby, hot chick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What uh my buddy in college, what's his uh email? I'll never forget this. Pimpin 247 dude. Like really dude. <laughs> oh goodness, yeah, tell that to people, terrible. man. <laughs> hey yo, what's your name? Uh Pimpin 247 dude. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> that looks like it'll read really well on an application as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> And, and he was the type of guy who wouldn't change. Like, it, I, I bet it's still that, like, to this day. Like, he's like, I'm going to leave it. <laughs> I like That's it. That's wonderful. I've always been. That is wonderful. I like My that. My most important emails go there. I'm going to email that email address when we hang up. <laughs> and he's going he's gonna to email you back, too. Why? Like, what's going on? Oh, God. <laughs> he's going to kill me. No one send this to him. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, so did we get to the cat question? No, no. Okay. Normal, normal <laughs> for cats ago. I'm really torn on this because while it would be great to have more unbiased judging, the stakes are already so high for these girls. Yeah, I mean that is true. The pressure, <laughs> the pressure that all of these athletes live under. But it's pressure that and I let think me and let me throw this one in there too. That I'm gonna throw this one in there too because I kind of feel like they go hand to hand. This is from Betsy Ross, 45. I just love that's a good name. 
game. Betsy Ross, 25. <laughs> I don't like this. You're pressuring girls and boys out there. Yeah. That, maybe boys don't feel pressure. Maybe that's what she's trying to say. That already have the pressure to be perfect. Or that already have the pressure to be perfect. To be even more perfect. You guys always hear me talk about Sounds Like That, the official music producer of the Let's Talk Cheer podcast. Well, Sounds Like That is actually part of a bigger music team, Power Music. Power Music, your number one source for licensed cheer and dance music with over 750 pre-made mixes. These pre-made mixes are perfect for a variety of teams, including half-year teams, prep teams, novice, school, dance, and more, with prices starting as low as $15. Say it louder for the people in the back, as low as $15, and full 2-minute and 30-second tracks are available for just $95. You can easily find the perfect mix for your team, no matter the budget. But that's not all. You can also customize your mix with voiceovers, sound effects, song swaps, and more. With instant downloads available, you can have your perfect mix ready today if you wanted. Head on over to PowerTierMusic.com and use the promo code LTC10 for a 10% discount on your purchase. Link in the show notes. So I don't think that Kara does that. I think that the score sheet does that. I think maybe your coaches do that. I think that Kara just watches what you do and holds you accountable for the skills that you perform. And typically the skills that are performed on the floor are skills that you have mastered because you're competing them. And so I would say that I don't agree that Kara is holding you more accountable for things. And sometimes holding people more accountable is a positive thing. I know that you know, when I have to submit something or, or I'm accountable to do something, uh, the stakes are higher for me. And I, I, I do my best to rise to that. So I don't necessarily agree that it's holding or putting more pressure on, on athletes. I think other indicators in this industry do that. I agree with you. Thank which you. I have, I have for lots of this episode. Did we now, just become best friends? <laughs> that we, I don't even know what he says after that. So I can't even like... <laughs> Yes, we did. I'll be, yes, we, we just did. Actually, you know what's funny? I will say this. When we first talked, and I'm not sure if you've actually mentioned her on the show yet, but shout out to Kyle Schmidt. You guys sound alike. I know. It's, I was like, man, they like sound like twins. It's, you guys are voice twins. And the, the worst thing about us is that we laugh the same, and we're both from the Northeast, <laughs> and we are so loud. I mean, there are times in which we are sitting together and we are laughing and we are annoying people around us so, so, so <laughs> greatly. And because all we do is laugh. That's all, that's it. My my life is full of laughter because if it's not, it would be full of crying. And you're and you're probably Patriots uh, fans, so you're annoying. You know your your team's no, winning, and no, you're just no, like no. reveling in it. She <laughs> she is a Pats fan. I I live in South Florida now, so I have to be a Dolphins fan because my husband is. But she's a diehard Pats fan. Yeah, she is, and and she loves sports, but I don't. But we do sound alike. Uh, we do both have dark hair now. When she went blonde, I was like, at least we're we don't have the same yeah. color hair. We have morphed into the same human. And I say when we walk together, people either are like, oh, it's Allison and Kyle. Or they're like, oh, God, there's Allison yeah. and Kyle. <laughs> Allison, Kyle, what's up? <laughs> there we go. All right. So uh, if you haven't listened to Kyle's episode, I'm not sure what number it was. It was one of the earlier ones, 40 something maybe. We were, it's back in the day. So, all right, here we yeah. go. What question are we on? Let's go. Only a couple more. Let's go oh. with Kara is amazing. I love that Infinity did this. <laughs> is, is one of those. 
This one was sent in from Kara by Infinity. <laughs> this is the this is the most revolutionary thing that happened to the sport. That was great. That might be the greatest thing that you've said this whole time. <laughs> Kara's plugging herself. <laughs> I'm not sure you're going to be able to recover from that. We're done. I know. Oh, guys, we're a mess. We have fun here on the Let's Talk Chair podcast. So, all right. Oh, we still have another segment to do. Guys, okay. Here we go. Last question. This is from Decent Name. Decent Name. Jen C underscore 72. She writes, have they tried it on past routines to see how scoring compares? That's a great question. No, we haven't tried it on past routine to see how scoring compares because scoring has changed so much, right? Like learn a scoring system changes, everything changes. And so this is just about scale identification right now. And so maybe we'll go back and we'll do some, you know, testing from that sense. But again, no scores are being spit out right now. Skills are what we're looking for. But I'm sure maybe if Jen wants to call me and say, I was robbed of an NCA jacket or I was robbed at Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> we have not I been robbed at Bakersfield yet. Some, okay. Well, I'm going to get that event on my schedule because apparently that's to. an elite event. I, I, need to, I need to fly all the way to Can Bakersfield. I, I have a random story. Random story about the Bako battle, right? <laughs> you love this event. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm not sure if I've told this on the pod before, but this is so true. It's our first year at American. So American is on the downhill at the time, right? So that's, you know, that's why, you know, I always tell this to people, there's good jobs. There's no such thing as a good job, not a good job, but good jobs don't become available. Anytime there's a job that's available, it's because there were problems and they need to fill a problem there. Like good jobs don't become available. People keep good jobs. And so we take on the challenge of American, which was just going in the opposite direction it needed to be going. And so there's a lot of like just mistrust with a lot of broken promises and mistrust that happen. And, you know, we're there trying to pick up the pieces of the program. Now, mind you, I'm coming off of CBU and we had just won NCA college nationals four years in a row. And then I'm coming from PCM and we had one team go back to back wins with the summit, another team that won NCA and summit in the same year. And so we're coming off of some, some high prestigious wins. And now we're at American and we're going to the Bakel battle. And the other gym was going to be there into the other Bakersfield gym was going to be at this event. I am sweating bullets <laughs> about this event just a nervous wreck because oh, it's our first great. debut with american and i'm like if we lose to this team it's like he's this pro it's you know, like i'm not i'm not having it guys and so you know man now we end up you know sweeping everything and you know getting all the grand championships of the big whole battle but i'm telling you heading into that event i've never been so nervous in my life for a one-day event. <laughs> and I'm just like, guys, let's go. So, you know, That's since then. You see, you're passionate. It's, it's passion. It's Yeah. You should be. Everyone should be nervous about the local events. That's where yeah. that's where everyone's coming in and sweeping your your kids up, I guess, right? For I mean, sure. I don't know. <laughs> the Bako battle, baby. <laughs> so come on now. We'll show you a good time. We'll take it to Luigi's. Is, I assume Luigi's so. is Italian? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Mario and Luigi. They're both there. 
<laughs> hey, fun fact. Do you know that Mario's first name is Mario and that Mario's last name is Mario? I did know that. I did. did? I, I've heard oh, that somewhere. Gosh, yeah. Failure at a fun fact. I only just learned it because the movie was actually really good. I didn't see the movie. Oh, you got to watch it. But it's, it's a good I'm one. A big, it's a good one. I really do like Mario. I really like Mario. What's the name of the game? Mario Kart? Mario. No. And that's everyone. They see, that's what everyone else likes. I like Mario. What's it called? I want to say Movie Maker. It's not called Movie Maker. Mario Maker. Anyway, but you get to build oh. your own levels. And yes. yeah, it's a really cool game. Yeah, I don't know about that one so much. My kids build these levels where like you can never win and then they just sit and laugh at me. And then I try to explain that like in the <laughs> middle to late 80s, I was like a pro at it. And then they look at me like yeah. I'm absolutely insane. And that's where I feel old and outdated. And <laughs> Mario Maker, it's a good game. I love it. <laughs> Yes, the um, no Mario Kart is where it's at. And if you ever come to my house, my kids will definitely force you to play. Every friend that comes and stays with us, because I'm sure, like you, everybody wants to come to South Florida. So our house is the hot spot of where people stay. <laughs> Just everybody wants to come to California, right? You always have a guest. Yeah. And my kids, like your entrance fee is for my kids to whip you up in Mario Kart. <laughs> there you go. Love it. Yeah, everyone. There's a guy. I'm gonna call him out. There's a guy at my uh, at our gym. And he always wants to play Mario Kart. I don't play Mario Kart, but he's always like, I can tell he plays a lot because every time he's like, hey, we should we should hang out sometime. I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, yeah, come play some Mario Kart with me. I'm like, yeah, I really don't play Mario Kart. And he's like, hey, when are we going to play Mario Kart? Hey, when are we going to play some Mario Kart? And I'm like, dude, I don't play Mario Kart, man. But you got to try so, it. Now you have to have I gotta like a try Mario it. Kart party yeah. and you got to let me know how you do. I should. But then yeah. we didn't come over there. He's going to beat me and be like, dude, you can't hang. I'm like, I already told you I can't hang. It is serious. <laughs> not, gamers, yeah. like, I mean, gamers are a whole nother level of competitiveness. I'm not even kidding yeah. you. <laughs> Boom. Okay. The people are getting mad at me because I'm trying to have fun and talk. And they're saying, Jason, you're off topic. They, they write that yeah. stuff in the surveys. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get to a break. And then we will end the show with our final four questions. Gym owners, do you find yourself working 100-hour weeks? And then did you know that being underpaid and undervalued is the number one cause for owner burnout? The business coaches at NextGen, some of my good friends, can help you get out of that rut. They, in fact, are gym owners themselves, so they've been in your shoes. The NextGen coaches work alongside gym owners to help them grow their programs and build their profits. So if you want to learn more about how Next NextGen can help you. Book a call at nextgenowners.com. All right, guys, and we are back, and we're getting to our final four questions sponsored by, in the future, Infinity Rethink <laughs> Cheer. <laughs> That's fantastic. Right, guys, guys, shoot your shot, people. All right, so five more questions. So what needs to start, stop, or change in the industry? That's a good one. Okay, for me, it's going to be what needs to stop. And I encourage all coaches and gym owners to stop saying, you're going to go and fight your scores at AccuScore, at ScoreView, at ScoreCheck, with the judges, with the head judge. No one is fighting. No one wants to fight. Stop saying you're going to go fight. You're going to go talk. You're going to go have a conversation. You're going to go bring Allison <laughs> a cup of coffee. You're going to bring Kyle matcha because I don't think mm -hmm. she drinks coffee anymore. But you're going you're gonna to have a conversation because it's so important 
that when your athletes know you're going to have a conversation and that you're not going to fight, it brings mm-hmm. down the stress level. It brings down the tension for everyone. Because what coaches, coaches have this misunderstanding because most events, score view, AccuScore, score check, whatever you want to call it, is out in the open. Everyone sees what you're doing. Now, they don't see what you're doing behind the pipe and drape, but they're like, there goes Jason mm-hmm. again. Jason's fighting our scores. Jason's fighting. Now, sometimes that might look positive, but other times when you say the term fight, it's a negative. So let's just talk. Let's have a conversation. So that's what I would love for everyone to rethink this year, I want them to say, I'm just going to go have a conversation. There we go. I'm going to go talk to them and see, let's see what happens. Love yeah. that. Absolutely love it. All right, here we go. Good. All right, Allison, any rumors, narratives, or myths you'd like to take this time to debunk? The world is yours. The world is my oyster. Uh, yeah, rumors. Rumors about judging. We care. We care immensely. We care about getting it right. We care about non-biased results, because I feel like if I said results, then people would think, well, they just care about American winning. I care about the right person winning. We don't sit on our cell phones. We don't. And if maybe if you see someone sitting on their cell phone, maybe think about it from, I have a child that might be at home, and they're here judging my child, and maybe something's wrong, and maybe they didn't get a chance to step away from the panel. Maybe assume a positive instead of a negative. Judges care, and they spend their weekends uh, traveling Friday, traveling Monday, and judging all day, Saturday and Sunday and they want to get it right. And for the most part, they educate themselves. They take additional, you know, education courses if available and they are there for the greater good and it's not negative. And if they make a mistake, it's not intentional. And uh, the people that I surround myself with, they, if they make a mistake, they are how do I fix it? What do, how do I learn? What do I what can I do to get better? Even myself, if I make a mistake and I miss that tiny little athlete that I talked about in the back, next set of routines, you bet that I'm watching it. So that rumor of judges not caring and hanging out and kicking it on their cell phones and it's not true at all. At all. We practice just as much as everyone does in this sport to make it better. There we go. All right. Who else should I have on as a guest <laughs> of the show? <laughs> Oh, this is going to be one that gets me in trouble. I have two ideas. Am I allowed to say two ideas? Yeah, say three if you want. Okay, cool. Oh, gosh. Now there's pressure. Now I'm sweating <laughs> like you were in Bakersfield. Um, okay. One, I think you should have a qualified group of judges on that um, maybe you poll the, the, the world and you say, what do you want to know from a judge? And you have them answer it because I think that will change the narrative of how people think of judges. So a judging panel. And my second one is going to be the elusive cheer updates. I think you need mm. to have DJ on. DJ has been one of my greatest friends for 12 plus years. He is an incredible human and brilliant. He is, I often joke, and DJ will tell you these stories. When my kids were younger, boys, like you said, they get in trouble. So when, as a mom, I would get an email from a teacher, I wouldn't even know how to reply. I'm like, oh God, Carter's been bad in class again. DJ would ghost write me an email and make me sound (laughs) so, so smart. So not only is he an incredible guest to have on, but he's also an incredible (laughs) ghostwriter. My kids don't get in trouble anymore, so I don't need that. But I think DJ would be an awesome asset for you to chat with. All right. Yeah. Cheer cheer updates himself. You've heard it. You've been called to the mat. And are we going to get a third or should I, should I just leave it? Should we just move on to the next one? Are you going to get a third? I mean, I'm always, I, I always think that like you should have somebody else come on from infinity um, because we're so absolutely incredible. Sha- have you had Sean Timmons on? I have not. I've not had Sean Timmons oh, on. Sean is a blast. Sean, Sean will drive Jenny insane because there will be so much editing that happens because Sean is a talker. <laughs> he loves to be social 
And Sean is another massive wealth of knowledge for this sport. So yeah, I'm going to, gosh, I'm calling out two of my friends that there I work go. with. I bring love out Sean. DJ, bring out Sean. I adore Sean. Sean is, a, is a, outside of Infinity, putting people first. Sean was another integral role in, in the reason that I, that I came to Infinity because I was a consultant for two years at their events where I would just come in and do their judging and scoring. And Sean was so incredibly supportive and kind and listened to me that when the opportunity was presented to me, I said, it's the people. That's mm-hmm. what it is, right? At the end of the day, you want to work with good people. So judges, DJ, Sean, that's where it's at. There you go. And shout out to Sean. Sean did a um, a cool thing this year when we announced our competition schedule. And I was like, hey, Sean, can you send me a video just like welcoming American Cheer to you know, Champions League or whatever. And then, he, you know, he came through, sent me a nice video. He's like, and he, he like went outside the building. He's like, hey, here we are in Atlanta working hard to make <laughs> sure, you know, Champions League is great for American cheer. Can't wait to see you guys there. So, you know, just That's good awesome. people, you know? Yeah, for sure. I that love really that cool. you do that. That's very cool. You know, it was real cool. You know, I'm trying to figure out like, who, who can I actually get to come on? Like, who's actually going to do this for me or whatever? So, <laughs> so Sean came through. That was, that was really nice of him. And um, hey, we had some other people come. Matt Godo came through which was really nice um i was yeah. you know you never know you never know who you're gonna get from varsity on. right well like from varsity specifically okay. just because it's like so corporate like so yeah. every time i reach out yeah. to someone from varsity they're like yeah it's gonna be like i'll get back to you in like two years i gotta run it up the chain right i'm like all right well <laughs> we'll see what and then there's me i think we talked on tuesday and i'm like boom let's do it <laughs> yeah so i wasn't sure if anyone from varsity would actually do it but matt goto came through because he's a real one so i like that all right now where can people if they want to follow you or follow you know the company or whatever how how can people anything you want to plug how can people people follow you online uh sure so it's infinity allison on instagram obviously you can follow infinity infinity shoes on instagram and i encourage you outside of following me online if you have follow-up questions that maybe won't necessarily get answered you know on an instagram post or something like that just email me it's allison1l at infinity.com and i'm happy to have you know continued conversations and and answer any other questions that you know anybody has it doesn't have to just be the parents right (laughs) there we go perfect dude love it allison you have been absolutely fantastic best of luck this season and you are welcome back anytime thanks jason Hey, let's talk cheer podcast listeners. Although this episode has come to an end, there are a few other cheer podcasts out there that you can add to your weekly routine. If you're a gym owner or gym director and want to dive more into the business side of things, then check out the Connecting People and Profits podcast with host Dan Cotton. If you're a former cheerleader and want to hear the success stories from other former cheer athletes after their cheering days are done, then you'd love the Life After Cheer podcast with host Danielle Donovan. And if you want to hear the stories of the best athletes in the industry doing it at the highest level and their perspective on how to change the narrative of the sport, then the Spill the Cheer podcast with Tony G is for you. Check one of them out, check them all out, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching the Let's Talk to Your podcast. Definitely subscribe so you never miss out on anything from the show.